This is the Compete with the Stack podcast. I am your host, Coach Adam Carter, head football coach at Grayson High School. This podcast will dive into the 3-3 stack and three high safety defenses and hopefully be a resource for coaches across the country. Thank you for joining us, and I hope you enjoy. Coaches, if you are serious about your game day communication, then CoachCom is the only company you should trust. There's a reason they have a 97% of all Division I schools, as well as thousands of high schools and small colleges around the country. Nobody knows more about what you deal with on game day than these guys. I can tell you this, with as much hard work and planning as we do each week, I sure as heck don't want to miss calls on the headset on the sideline. Don't be fooled by your imitators. Go see the best at www.coachcom.com. This year, the NFL will mandate guardian caps for all offensive linemen, defensive linemen, linebackers, and tight ends during training camp. I've used guardian caps for the last five or six years in my program, and I know they help. The caps can reduce up to 33% of the impact, addressing the repetitive sub-concussive blows, but also help protect helmets, paint, and decals. You see them everywhere you go this spring, Georgia, Alabama, Texas A&M, Stanford, and now the NFL. Make sure you get some for your team. Check them out, www.guardiancaps.com. Today we're joined by Coach Ty Gower. Uh, Coach has got a start at Henderson State and has been in uh, high school football since then in Oklahoma and Texas. Uh, Coach has done a a, a ton of different stuff in the football community as far as uh, videos and podcasts and Glacier clinics. And so I appreciate you coming on and giving us some of your time. Man, I, I appreciate you having me. Always, always good to give back. You know, Coach Kidd, I saw my dad do these for, well, you know, with with the chalkboard, right, with the with an ex, expo pen and a, and a projector type of deal with old VHS tape. And uh, so, you know, giving back to the football community because it's, it's been uh, – Football community is giving back to me, so I, I I hope you get something out of this, man. I appreciate you having me on. Um, so let's let's rock and roll. Yeah. So obviously, um, you know, if anybody has followed your you and your and your coaching and, and how you've done stuff, um, it was it's based out of a a three four, and then you've kind of morphed to, in some of your packaging, I guess, into some three high stuff. So that's kind of what I want to jump into um, tonight. Like just some of the reasons maybe that. You initially, I know you took your jack linebacker, your outside backer, and kind of moved him back, and that was the initial part of it. So just some of the thoughts about why you thought that fit with, with your 3-4 and your personnel and why it would be easy transition for others. Sure. Um, you know, when we started, you know, three high has been around. Here we go again. You know, people think they've invented stuff. And, and uh, some stuff you look at go, man, it's kind of revolutionary. That's good. Um, and, and, you know, we've all seen the three high. It's been, it's been here forever. But um, – it was it was unique. It was innovative for us at the time, you know, because in Oklahoma, no one was no one was doing it. And so, one of the reasons we went to it is in 2016. I was at Norman North High School, and we were having a good run. We were about seven zero, eight zero. We were district champions, and knew we were going to have a run. And so, one of the reasons was to put something different on tape. And and um, two. After we got through the gauntlet, you know, we, we were doing pretty well. We were undefeated. We were coming up against two two opponents that were, I mean, air raid, throwing it everywhere. And it didn't matter, D&D, yard line. They were 10 personnel, two by two, three by one, empty. And they gotten two back to get seven-man pro and throw it to the extra receiver, right? So, um, 
those were two reasons. Number one, like I said, to, to put new stuff on tape so people that we were playing against had to go, what you know, what is this? What, what is this three high looking stuff? And two, the next two opponents that we were gonna see were, you know, air raid, 75-25, 80-20, pass two run. So um that was the main two reasons. Um and what we found was, you know, like I say, you don't play a long time in a long ways without some good kids. And number three is we had some, we had some good kids. And so, third reason was we were able to keep it, you know, on the field. We didn't have to nickel, dime, sub, package this. We were right. able to go from three, four, first down to second and whatever distance, three high. And so we said, okay, how do we do it? Where do we start? And where we started was. You know, we found out we did a breakdown. And also, we do the, the, the post-game analysis after every week one, week two, week three, week four. When we got to where we knew we were about to go on a run, we had a good year going, and we broke down all about seven or eight games. And we said, we're bringing the four-man rush a whole lot from all over. I mean, we were, we were field, boundary, Mike, Will, four-man corner rush. I mean, we were all over the field, all over the place with our four-man rushes. And so – what we do out of our tight front, of our 4i, 4i front, was we were bringing the jack, the boundary outside back, yep. and pushing the wheel, okay, our wheel, our weak side back, which so our jack and our wheel travel. Our jack was the rush off the boundary edge, and we are pushing our wheel to relate to two, to be the cut two, push two, whatever your terminology is, player. And still playing name your favorite quarters, two read, press quarters, two, you know, too high structure coverage, right? And so what we started playing was like, man, we're bringing four-man rush a whole lot, a whole lot, a whole lot. What if we go some drop eight material and make it look three high? And so the only guy we had to teach really was the jack when we backed him up to play safety because we didn't have to teach the will anything. So how do you figure? Because we were bringing the jack, the will was pushing. So he was like an outside linebacker. We were getting to four-down structure. Yep. Right. We were getting the three-down lineman, four-eye, zero, four-eye bring the jacks to the hard edge away from the back or to the boundary, whatever it was. And the wheel became the apex push to cut two player. So we didn't have to teach him anything. All we had to do is teach him to stand out there to two by two, to doubles, to deuce, right? And the only guy we had to teach out of this was the, the jack who became like, you know, a free safety, a boundary safety, a weak safety, whatever you want to call him. So that's where it all started. And, and, we were able to marry all of our two high coverages, you know, with the strong, the strong safety corner and nickel to the field and the corner will and Jack to the boundary. Now we're the three high, the, the free, what would be our free safety. We played him like a middle of the field, cover three, middle of the field, close guy, whatever you want to call it. And that was, a, I say a little bit different, but I coached safety. So it was like, listen, we've done this. We've talked about this. So, it was nothing new for us except coaching Jack how to do it to start. Yep. What kind of body did you have there? You know, like, is it, was that was that Jack body um, in your normal 3-4? Well, I mean, 180-pound kid, 190, yeah. you know what I mean? So the kid – so when when he started out as a young pup, as a freshman, he played safety, right? Well, what happened? He, he got older, got bigger, got in the weight room. And so it go, I say that he was able to play mentally safe, right? And he was a smart kid, great kid. So from a mental standpoint, it was like, hey, remember three, four years ago when you played safety and you played the back end? Yeah, coach, I got this. So from a mental standpoint, it's easy. 
from a body standpoint, you look back there and he's, you know, our nine technique, right, on a tight end three-man surface to the boundary. And he was about a six-foot, 195-pound kid. Ran well, good hips, physical, tough, you know, smart, all the things you want in a football player. Great kid, off the field, you know, everything you want. And so we look back there and, you know, it's a good-looking safety we got, (laughs) you know. But he wasn't a safety as a senior, obviously, because he'd grown. He'd been in the weight room. So he's talking about body type. He was a body type that was a nine technique on first down, three, four. And then we backed him up to to a safety. He's the same kid. And so he's like, Coach, he's a nine technique one time, and then you're teaching him how to play safety. Remember, he had some previous knowledge of how to do that. And when you're really smart and intelligent and he gets it in about two seconds, it makes life really good. Yeah. (laughs) So body type, you know, and we played with some nickels, some dying package stuff. And we finally just said, you know, after about money practice, let's just keep the base on the field and let's make it work. Right. So we made it work. Which makes you so much better, especially when you're playing these air raid teams that do tempo and stuff like that, to be able to get in and out of stuff without having to change. It makes you much better. Bingo. And, and that's and that's what we were seeing, you know, that those next two opponents, fast tempo, you know, ran, like I said, they all the concepts, all the air raid concepts, right? But two by two, three by one empty because so they could go fast. Right. And so we were like, you know, first down, hey, three, four, here we go. Second down, three high. Third down, you know, whatever your third down favorite package is. So you got it. Um so now, as you started with it, you know, I, I if I'm a you know, three, four guy, and now next thing you know, I've got one linebacker in the box out of a two-by-two two instead of a two-linebacker. Just some of your – your any run fits that you guys felt like you had to adjust or you thought it was pretty simple and just flew with it? Man, that that was – you know, here we are drawing stuff on – you know, we came in Saturday, right? One this championship, we're feeling good. We're trying to put that game to bed, and we're like, let's start playing some stuff. Like, and the first thing is, like, how do we run fit this? Because we didn't want to really change our fit, our change our front. Right? We wanted to play four eyes, zero four eye. We didn't want to play, you know, buck front or what everybody calls it, right? We, we wanted to play four eyes, zero four eye, or a four eye shade four eye, right? We still wanted to keep the four eyes compacted in the B gap. And so we said, all right, how do we how do we run fit this? Well, what was really really easy was we taught the you know two by two by two, right? We taught the will, hey, you know, you know, if if you are away from the back, you become the trigger player, just like we teach our jack, right? So if the back is away, it's two by two. I know I become the hard edge C gap player because the back's away. I'm thinking run game, right? So there was a C. I'm going away from the back, and then we'll go obviously to the back. So away from the back, there was the C gap, four eyes in the B, right? And as a base, as a base, our nose plays lag technique. Lag is a fancy, cute word that means, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jet the center. I'm gonna play into the double team, right? So I'm gonna play. People call it the backside A, right? So I'm gonna play the A gap to where the double team comes to. Okay. So the other A gap was gonna be played by our Mike, who was in a zero. Okay. The four I to the back. Obviously, he's in the B gap. Now. You say, okay, who's the C-gap player to the running back? And we were not using the nickel, star, whatever you want to call him, to the field. We were playing that free safety, our middle-of-the-field safety, as a Mike linebacker backed off to about seven and a half, eight yards. So, you know, everybody gets in the 3-4, and you hear about the nest or the rock and roll or the stack track fallback, whatever. Well, 
we were again fast with the A with the mic, play backdoor lag zero with the nose, four IB to the back. And so the bend back or the stack track fallback rock and roll player, nest player was the seven yard, eight yard free safety. So he was just a mic backer in um, this alignment because we wanted to play three over two, right? Because you know, you're thinking RPO, you're thinking, you're thinking fast three. We want to play true three on two with the corner, you know, nickel star and a strong safety to twins to the field. And so that was one thing we did. And that didn't change up our run fit. So even if you were three, four, right, three, four, two high, what were we going to do? The jack was going to trigger C, the, my, the four eyes in the B, the will, again, talking about three, four, the will was in the A, the nose in the back door A, the four eyes in the B to the back, and the mics rope it up, fall back, stack track, whatever, in the C. So all we did is we moved – the mic to a zero, play the A-gap, and the free safety was the bend-back player in the C-gap, again, the two-by-two. Two. Yep. Now, where we started to kind of get was playing um, what we call push, okay? Push was opposite black. So what we were doing now is we were still going to jet the center but allow the guard to now push me into the front door A-gap. So it would be the A-gap away from the back, which now what that allowed is that allowed the four-eye – because the guard's going to come off, the four eye to play down the line, B to A, and the mic was going to fall all the way back because he's covered front door. He's covered with the nose in the A, the four eye in the B, and the will in the trigger C gap. So we were getting two bend back, fall back players in the mic and the free safety. And your safety, that's right. Yep. Okay, and so that was pushed. And the third one we played with was where we put the shade, the zero, we just shaded him and put him away from the back, right? Now, I know, like Coach said, now there's an A-gap bubble to the back. You're right. But we were getting zone, 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 okay? And they had to figure out, do I want to, like, you know, combo the four-eye? Do I want to step now the mic? Well, what was happening is whenever they stepped now the mic, the four-eye was chasing it because there's only one gap left, right? So four, the, the guard's up the second level. So we were stack track, teasing it, falling back, rope-a-dope. Again, here we go. The ball was going to wear. It was going to bend because the nose is in the front door A, the four eyes in the other B, and the wheels in the trigger C. So there were no run fit uh, differentials, excuse me, when it came to deuce, when it came to you know, doubles, whatever. Yeah. So that's – and we were playing, again, name your favorite two high coverages, the doubles. Now, that was we had trouble – we we would rock that guy. Same thing you're talking about with the mic and what you call what you call shade or what you call push. Um, we we're doing the same, and I think the only thing that gave us problems was when that guard could just come straight to us to that mic. And I mean, we were a 190, 195 pound mic, and next thing you know, you got 275 pound guards, and we're trying to we're trying to to block the feet, the guard coming right at my face and still get that bend back, you know, vertical push by that run back, you know, and the game we got actually put out this year in the semis, they had a 215-pound back coach and they weren't even trying to hit front side. That sucker was bending it back downhill and and that kind of gave us, so then like you were talking about, you know, that's where that lag and all that stuff, you have different ways to do it so teams don't just get a beat on you. Sure. And, and that, you know, you got to be careful about, we're going to talk about this, you know, arc read, midline, whatever you want to talk about, you know, because, because it gets kind of interesting, like, you know, when you get arc, you know, I don't want to go too far ahead, but when you get arc or midline on that four eye, you know, when you're playing lag, 
well, the mic's got to fit a gap, right? Again, you're covered front side. The mic's A, the four eyes B, the wheel's trigger C. Like, you're, you're good there. It's the four eye, when he gets arc, right, we sit him, we stop him, right? And like, I know people talk about we chase it or we do this as a, as a base. We've got a thousand ways we can skin a cat here, but as a base, we're going to sit the guy, the four eye on, on an arc on a read, right? Because, again, I know I'm covered front side. I'm triggering the A, the B, the C. And I know I'm going to get double team with the nose on the back door lap, right? And so the tackle, their offense tackle, and the arch, I figure out who do I go to? Do I go to the seven yard safety? And that's what else was interesting when we found, because we went to our old line offense coordinator and we were like, how do you do this? And we went, uh, uh, do you arc to the nickel out there? Do you arc to the zero backer? Do you arc to that eight yard safety? And they, you know, Sundays was, you know, we were doing this. It was a chalkboard between the staff instead of instead of us, you know, game playing the opponent. Um, yep. But uh, um, you know, that was one of those deals. We had to play lag. We had to play push, right? And we had to play shade. Where we just said, "Hey, you shade away from the back." So we went to bend back on on the zone. Yep. All right. And that, that was another thing. Is it's good to have different ways to play that guy. Sure. And and that was that was the thing is air raid and these guys. The two opponents, it's like they were, you know, brothers to each other, is they're ready to throw around. They run zone and power. You know, that was the run game. You know, their run game is swing the back, throw the bubble. Like, that's their run game. So, so you know, I, I get it. Guys who are, who are max fit and all that other, and I get it. There's a time and place for that. Absolutely. But, yes, we were run fit up. We were an inside run. I mean, we're sitting there on Sunday going, and we're still got all the gaps, but, you know, that nickel's over there at lane five of the track trying to play three over two, yeah. <laughs> you know? And so, That's it. Yep. so w- when we played the shade, that was interesting. That was different um, because the ball, like, like I said, bent back, you know, and that guard, you got to make time. You got to make the decision, right? What are you going to do? Are you going to double the four eye or are you going to go up now? Well, what was happening is that four eye became like a three because we weren't, they weren't getting hands on it. Right. And they, they, the way they blocked it was they didn't double them. They took the guard map yep. to that mic. Well, the mic, rope, dope, stack track, whatever, became the backdoor C. And so yep. the four eye became like a three, because remember, there's only one gap. You can't, became the A gap, and the ball bent to the unblocked mic. And I know on paper, on the board, you'll say, Coach, we're going to climb to that mic right now. I get it. It looks really, really good on the board. And then you get to Friday night and go, that's not looking like I thought it would on Sunday. Right. Yep. So um, that, you know, talk about run fits to doubles. We were, and we can talk about trips in a little bit. We were, it didn't change. We were good. And so you like tight front is tight front is to go to um, that. And you guys typically you like tight front versus 10 personnel and more of a 11 wide off or do you try to get out of it versus different kind of uh, personnel? You know, when, when I, when I learned from, um, when, when I say we, when, when me and a buddy and a couple friends of us, when we, cause I come from a four, two nickel rule, you know, Pelini Stoops Venables background, you know, Oklahoma kid, you saw them in the four down and popping and stunting and pirating and, and, and doing all that stuff. And uh, that's what I've cut my teeth on. And so to segue into that, we sold out to playing three, four tight front in 2015. And we got every Wisconsin, you know, when Coach Randy was at Wisconsin, we got all those 14, 15 Wisconsin tapes as we could because no one was doing it. You know, you look on Twitter, 
and and people run, you know, they're drawn on napkins and run power to double, you know, a shade and a three, right? Four down, because hey, the angles are easy. And when we went to this, it was it was different. No one was running four eyes across the board. Now they were running five shade four eye or four eye shade five, but or five zero five, but no one was running and selling out to four eye zero four eye. And, and we did. And so that was new. I say innovative for Oklahoma high school. That was, that was different. Right. Yeah. At the time. Now I get it guys. It's, you know, my old man's football coach and he went, congratulations. You're in a double legal front. Yep. <laughs> I went, yeah, we kind of, you're right. And he was like, good job. You just invented double legal. You know, you move those threes out about nine inches to call them four oxen. Okay. Yep. Yes. You're right. You know, one of those deals, my old man gets smarter the older I get. Right. So, um, it, it, you know, the tight front was, is, has been really good to us. 10, I played against 10, played against 11, meaning like three down, whether it's, you know, pro twin tray or, 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 you know, trips nub, right. Played against 20, both split backs and sniffer played against 21. Um, you know, pro and, and twin nub played it, played against 12 against ace and, and ace twin or ace over, whatever you want to call it. And so, um, to say I've played it against everything, right? Yeah, I, I have. And so, guys, yeah, like anything, it's like whether you're on the wing tee, the air raid, the flex bone, three stack, four, three, four, two, it all has pros and it all has cons, guys. Okay, I mean, there's nothing in football, in my opinion, that you look at and go, that has a hundred percent pro and zero con. <laughs> no the three high has got cons the three four tight front has cons the four three over under has cons okay but we sold out to it for we that's another podcast we talk about but because it was hard on offenses that's right yep so yeah, that's you know, coach Timmerman had that talk today we it's kind of funny we talk about me and anytime i come up with this or this and our coach Timmerman is a big offensive line guy. He's all over Twitter and his whole deal is outside zone. He wants to run outside zone to everything. So I start drawing stuff up. Me and him go back and forth just about every day. Um, so that's always a good thing. When you're when you're teaching the four eye, um, anything particular that you really like to teach that guy? Man, you know, to yes. And here we go again. We can talk. We can have a podcast. Um, shout out to to Ty Taylor, defense coordinator, at Pleasant Grove, Texas, and Texarkana. Um, did a podcast with him, uh, well, podcast YouTube. Um, you can look that up, talking about how we, how I've taught our D line, how I played our D line, four eyes and zeros. And so the first thing I love with seventh graders, seniors, don't matter, is I love pitch, right? Get them in a four eye and I'm pinching to, again, here we're talking about the double eagle, right? We're getting the three technique. You get double, don't care. I'm going to pinch and I'm going to get to the outside of the hip of the guard. Okay. I want the ball to bounce, right? I want to go C gap. If it's going to go now, I, the guards got to honor me as a three technique, and now my will or back or whatever it is is free, right? So one of the first things I love teaching the four eyes is is pinch, you know, because everybody's talking about okay, you know, when we first started doing this, we had a sight, we had a sight key or a visual key and a pressure key, yeah. Right? So, and I know people get get nervous about playing four eyes because you know it's, in high school football, hey, not everybody does it. It's, now you're seeing it more in vogue. Obviously, you're seeing it today, but because it's like, wait, I have a pressure key and the tackle but i have a sight key in the guard yep and then there's the idea of hey i, I want to have a sight and pressure key in the tackle, and hey and they're both i want to see what i hit and, it, and they're both valid arguments you know i want to see the guard because 
hey, he's going to step to me and he's going to step away. And that tells me what my directional step should be, right? Or I'm going to, I'm going to play the tackle both visually and physically, you know, side key and, and, and physical key and see what I hit. And those, they're both great arguments. Um, I have my thoughts on both, and I'm not saying either of them are right, but, um, you know, teaching that for I love pinch. The second one is I love where it's, it's, it's we call it read, right, to where um, we're, we're going to see, you know, our, our visual key being the guard and our pressure key being the tackle, right, because that's that's how I was taught. Now, again, there's a thousand different ways to do it. That's how I was taught, and sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm only 34 years old and done this for 10 years now, but there's a few things that I'm – someone's going to have to beat me over the head to change. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so um, to, to say that, that um, I want to see in high school football what the guard's doing because he's going to tell me a whole bunch of the indicator when I'm playing a four-eye, right? Yep. And so I want to play what we just call read technique. If there's no stunt, no pop, no nothing on, and I'm a four-eye, the guard, I'm going to see the guard, and I'm going to pressure keep the top, right? And, yeah, it takes some it, – it's not like playing a three technique or a five technique, right? It's different. It's a four-eye. And so um, it takes a little bit of teaching, but that's, that's the, the one of the, I'll say the second, that's what I want to teach those top two out of four eyes, right? The pinch yep. and playing to read and all the things you can get, you know, combo with the guard tackles on block um, power, right? Power scoop, you know, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of dart, right. Where the guards based out. And the tackle folds, pulls. We worked out a lot. Worked a lot of buck, you know, buck sweep, pin pull, whatever everybody wants to call it. Tackle down, guard pull to my side. We worked, we worked that a lot. Veer block. Uh, I want to say veer arc, right? Arc midline. And so out of that, you know, you're running read technique with the four eye, but all the things that could happen in front of you just from a run game standpoint. On that, um, just real quick, I don't um, want to get off track, but made me think about it on that pin pull out of that four eye right there. You cross face and you're trying to flip your hips and chase it. Yeah. So good question. So, so again, I'm giving you day one base here, right? Yep. I get down by the tackle and the guard leaves because pin and pull to my side. I'm going to, it's like bucket step. I'm going to drop step now and I'm going to cross over with what would be my inside foot. So after that, yes, the tackle's going to get hands on me. He's got the down block angle. I get it. I know that. Okay. But I know that I'm going to try to drop step and cross over with my inside foot to be the outside hip, the five technique, you know, on the tackle, right? Um, and again, that's how that's how we we do it day one. Yep. And and you know that was I say that you know when we first started doing this, everybody's answer was double fold, right? right. Yep. And, I get the same thing. And we come up. With a few answers on that one. And then a couple of years later, it became buck sweep, pin and pull out of 10. Okay. Yeah. And, 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 and 11, but you got to remember, you know, away from the back, we're going to trigger that outside backer and, and three, four. Right. And even, and even if it, even if it's, if it's three, three high, okay. We're going to trigger the back, the backer away from the back. So there's one we're going to, we're going to, what we just call loop. Okay. Loop. We're going to drop step crossover to become a five technique on the pool. So there's two. And then we've got the, the other backer, the mic, there's three, right? Um, you know, I know other guys, and we've talked about doing this, having the backside four do it. So if the guard leaves, I'm going to cross all the way over. Um, 
that's for another story. But anyway, so so we we one of the hardest things that we have to combat is when we get down block, you know, pin and pull, buck sweep, whatever. Yeah. Um, but you know, here's what's kind of interesting is it's one of those deals is a lot of 10 personnel teams. That's not their day one, day two install. I get it. You can draw it up and you can rep it and you can say, Hey, when we play coach Gower, we're going to get four eyes. And we're going to work the, the dog out of, out of pen and pool, out of buck sweep. I get it. But you had to spend time on it because you're an inside zone power team. Right. Yep. So as you, Kind of went through tight. You've kind of you've already hit on our the, the lag and pushed by that nose, which I think is really important when you're when you're uh, in this in this three high defense stuff to give a different look. So let's kind of move back. Now you said that you hit on this earlier. You teach that middle. You coach that middle safety. Um, so when you're coaching him, as far as just his eyes and his reads and his footwork, because he is going to be that that quarterback C gap rock back guy on some of that zone read stuff. So Anything you just like to teach him as far as eyes and feet go? Yeah. So w- when we first do this, we want to stack the back. Okay. And I, you know, w- the guy I had doing it could do it at about seven and a half, eight yards. You know, and I know it's because what's the playbook say? The playbook to me says, where is the kid comfortable and where do you feel he's comfortable at? And so the kid I had doing this was eight yards. Right. And, um, that was his eyes. The eyes were the, were the key, the mesh of the cue in the back. Okay. And again, I taught him just like a Mike linebacker in, in the three, four. And so I, so his footwork was a little bit different because, you know, we're stack track and we're kind of 45 angle downhill with the mic. Okay. This kid was the whole pop your feet. Don't go to, you know, type that we've all been taught since we were in seventh grade. Right. And so, um, he was kind of seeing the, the, the mesh, the Q running back mesh, and knowing, hey, the back's on my side. As a base, I'm going to be the, the pull, right? I'm going to be the Q pull guy, right? I'm the Q player if it's zone. Um, so, so teaching him the eyes, easy. See, see the ball, see the backfield, right? The footwork, easy. Hey, don't go to, you know. You know, I know it sounds simple and easy, but it was. It was that elementary simple. Um just because we backed him up seven and a half, eight yards from the football. Um, and, and so, and that was another deal is, is if we got like play action, well, he was able to rob cut to the field. So we were getting four on two to the field. Right. Yep. Right. And so, um, you know, cut rat, whatever, whatever word you want to use, we were able to use him as an underneath did, you know, it, it was snake to dig Fox to post type of guy. Okay. Um, so teaching the eyes and the footwork for, for him was – I told him for about five seconds, like, all right, I got it. Should be one of your better football players, I'd imagine. And it was – and, and it, it, it was, again, like I said, you don't play the state championship without some really good kids. So he wasn't just the only one, but he was a really good one. You know, in our 3-4, he was our free safety. So when we get two back, he's the seventh fitter, right? He's, he's the, the quintessential three-stack, Buddy Ryan, tan, 50 linebacker. Okay, because we want to keep the nickel as a base, hopefully keep the nickel out there playing three, two, you know, with the corner and the safety. Right. And so he's that if you're in a three stack look and I'm not a three stack guy, but uh, he would be what I would consider the weak 50 linebacker in in two back scenario. Right. And so smart, gritty and, you know, all the things you want in a free in, in the boundary weak side safety when you're getting weak side GH counter, when you're getting split zone, the ball's going to bend back. I mean. So, uh, 
yes, he that's the kind of kid you want. Body type, you know, five nine, hundred and fifty-five pounds, and played <laughs> like he was seven foot two sixty. There you go. And yeah. so he he was just the and to me, you put your strong safety, the field safety. To me, the strong safety is the field safety and the free safety. And I'm backwards, I know. The free safety is the weak safety, the boundary safety, right? And those two are not the same. And I loved our strong safety. You talk about the quarterback of the defense. Goss lined up, checks, you name it. He was – right? But, you know, when I kind of learned about those two, I'm, you know, like, okay, he's the run-fit guy. He's the guy that goes over there and plays seven-on-seven seven scale pots. Right, so um, they're not exactly the same personnel from a safety standpoint. I tell people all the time, and in Gwinnett County, right outside Atlanta, Georgia, I got DBs that want to cover, and this fits that stuff because those jokers, for the most part, they get to go cover, and then I take that true, you know, box safety that you could buzz down into the box and, and really get a fit let him like right now the kid that just committed to lsu he's going to play that spot for me because he is a downhill guy he, he'll he get in the box he's a smart kid he can do all those things and it and it just fits for us at, at that spot and then you know he's got a nose for the ball and so you don't got to over teach him he just he finds his way to the football and, and that was you know we, we were you know three four right we were you know, I know people are talking about eight man spacing and you know, whatever, you know, try to use the use the backer away from the back, right? The the outside backer, and then you're gonna stack track, fall back the mic and the wheel and take the nickel star out of the fit, right? And we were doing that. And then we got to playing three high, and we we're like, hey, we're gonna get the free safety, the guy we really want to be a tackler in the box. Even though he looks like he's eight yards off, he's in the box. Yep. To to us. That's um, and I know you're like, Coach, you, it's a it's a 3-1 box, right? And, I, hey, I, no, I'm with you. An old line coach is going to say there's a 4-I, 0 4-I, and there's a four-yard will linebacker, or Mike linebacker. I get it. And I get They're going to probably count that other outside backer away from the back. Sure, there's five. But in the tackle to tackle, it's 3-1. To a defensive guy, it's like 3-1 plus one. He doesn't have any pass responsibilities. He's a cut player, right? He's not telling that guy, hey, you got two vertically. You're going to snake the dig. You're going to fox the post, right? You're playing run, two pass. That's why you're popping your feet. Hey, you get drop back, get play action, cut your eyes to two or cut your eyes to the first vertical. Yep. So that was another reason is like we got to play this kid and get him in the box as a backer to 10. Yep. So base stuff, you, you kind of hit on it earlier, but – Coverage-wise, you um, palms to read, quarters type stuff for the most part? For the most part. You know, this was, again, 2016, and, and you know, and we were playing palms to read, key, everybody wants to call it, and we were we were living it. We were doing it, right? And then, you know, we, we kind of formed more molded mesh than our doozy stuff, right? Play press with one, play outlaw, out and up with, with the safety. Yep. Okay, on two. I mean, it's – it's zero in a sense. We're not playing zero on shallows, obviously, but it was zero the corner out, zero the safety playing out and up. And it was easy to tell that Jack, right? Hey, man, we're going to play palms to the boundary, or you have two out, two vertical. Boom, done. 
Okay. And we were playing, you know, we we're playing that to the field or playing palms to the boundary or playing palms to the field and, and press to the boundary or playing press, press both sides. Right. So yes, it's too high. It's structured. It's not like we're changing and we're reinventing the wheel of how to play too high coverage. Okay. But it was very, very simple because again, one, when we did the self scout, we bring the Jack all the time and the will was the apex cut two player. Okay. Nothing new to teach him there. We would play zero, cover one, cover zero, whatever the corners. I'd say, hey, you know how we do this? Yes, you have him. Great. Then we told the Jack, look, I'm going to make this really easy on you. If two's out, you got him. If two's vertical, you got him. Great. Yep. <laughs> so so those were the ones that we were we were really – that were really playing. Now, I, I could lay my head down and I can know, okay, that's what we're going to do, right? And – and to be honest, you know, we didn't have enough time. This wasn't something we spent all winter, spring, summer working on saying this is what we're going to be, right? This came on a Saturday afternoon, Saturday morning, afternoon, Sunday game plan. It said we got to do something a little bit different to put stuff on tape. And uh, it was it was a changeup. It was nothing we went, this is going to be the deal. Here we go, rock and roll. We were 7-0, just champions. It was just a little bit of flavor, a little bit of different taste for our opponents, and at the time for, you know, what we were seeing for the next two weeks, right? Any problem out of your, your um, palms if they versus run into the boundary? Just from, uh, like, here we're getting uh, counter GT, stuff like that, back into the boundary. Yeah, great, great question. So, you know, here's, here's what you got to think about, Okay. Let's talk, you know, two by two balls on the hash back to the field, right? So we're going to run counter GA or I'm sorry, GT, excuse me. Yep. And, here, and, and I don't know about you, you know, I talk to guys all over the country like, man, we see so much GT. And so I don't know if it's an Oklahoma, Texas thing. Dude, no. GT is like GH, GY, right? Yes, I get it. Everybody has GT in the playbook. But I, I will show you film and cut ups of how come nobody's running GT, like jar tackle. And I'm, I don't know. I don't coach offense, but thank you for yeah. doing it. So, um, you know, how would we do it out of three high? Um, obviously, again, we're going to trigger the wheel, right? That boundary linebacker. Okay, yeah. so here's one. Um, two, we're going to get the, the the mic, the zero backer over. Okay, there's two. Now what you have to figure out is how do you want to get the third? Yep. Do you want it to be – your well, the free the the eight yard safety or I could call him the free okay do you want him to be the 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 fill guy because you're gonna lever right you're gonna box the wheel you're gonna spill the mic and you're gonna alley the free dime whatever safety you want to call him okay there's your third now and we're gonna sit the four eye the four eye to the back you good because let's say you go back, 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 center back on the four eye, guard that back on the zero, tackle back on the other four eye. Okay. So there's yeah. how you would there's how you would would fit that. Now, now there's also the and we we have not done this. We played with it when I say played with it. Looked that on the board, ran it in practice a day or two, and went. I don't think so. The other way to do it is on GT pool, you wrap the four eye. And he's covered. you got to remember, no one's going to get to him, right? 
because they're going to take the center back to the four eye, the guard down the zero, and the other tackle on the four eye. So whenever I get GT, I'm going to wrap all the way behind the zero and all the way around the four eye. Yeah. That gives me my third. Will Mike four eye. Okay. And I can hang the free safety backwards. That's right. Okay. All right. Um, again, you can draw it on the board, and I'm sure there are people who have done it. I have not. We drew it, and that's about as far as we went with it. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I like Reed. I like what we call Reed, uh, Palms. And we do the same thing with your um, your your other match, two vert, two out, all number one with the corner unless he runs a drag. If he runs a drag, just zone off. We, we, we do the same stuff. And then we've got into – more of a true trap, too high, let's backpedal, let's be over the top, trap corners and give us some more force players right now, especially to the field for some screen game, that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's kind of been our change up a little bit. Sure. Um, but that's that's pretty much where we've been the last couple of years is, is kind of what you're talking about. And that's where, you know, we we were not exotic in this. I mean, you know, we we thought that bringing the wheel on the four-man pressure and, 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 and playing zero out, you know, like 40 coverage, right – we thought that was like, okay, that's what we're going to do. And this was, guys, a, a rush three, drop eight scenario. We didn't get fancy and run this X blitz and that X stunt and bluff this. We said, here's what you're going to get. You're going to get four eyes. We're going to play defense, and we're going to play three high coverage. Yeah. So, you know, people people say, now, what's your favorite out of this? And I'm like, uh, drop eight. <laughs> and so, because to, to me, and look, hey, I get it. You and I will be drawing the board all day and say, man, we're going to hot zone this or we're going to cover it up with that or we're going to, you know, we're going to bring the field nickel and we're going to steal it with the free safety. And I, I mean, I love it. But to me, when we were doing this at the time, it was here's what we're going to do. And our exotic is a simple four-man pressure that we run with our freshman with the wheel linebacker from the back. Yeah. Or the nickel. I mean, we we – we were not innovative with this at all when it comes from a stunt blitz scenario. And again, this was not something we went in saying this is base and we're going to run 60 snaps up, right? It was, we're going to run this about 15, 20 times a game and call it good. And so. Yeah. Uh, and that's good. I think that that was kind of the deal for, you know, doing the podcast. I, I talked to people that are three, three and three, four that went to the three high. So to be able to get, from a three, four into this stuff when you wanted to, not necessarily just because you had to, I guess. Yeah. Um, and like you're saying, you know, it may not be something you do 60 snaps. You're going to run your base stuff for the most part. But then this still had its place when you when you had those teams that were going to be two by two and three by one all the time. And I'll be honest, I loved it a lot more when the ball was on the hash. You know, it's like it, it's like first play of the game, the ball's in the middle of the field. We're three, four. Three, four, too high. Right, we're going to be day one, spring ball one, first call to game, you know, because the ball's first 10, minus 25, middle of the field, right? I like playing the three high better from a, you know, left middle, left hash scenario. Um, that was just my opinion. So, so as you go into the, you kind of hit on it a little bit earlier, and I'm, I, I'm going to ask you about, some of your three by one stuff, but for that extra fitter with the free safety and the and the quarterback player versus a three by one set creates some because a lot of times you may that also 
you know, what are you going to do with him? Is he, is he your extra fitter still, and then your backside safety is your three vert, or is he your three vert? Sure. So that run fit right there, how do you, you kind of have multiple ways, or are you just like one way or the other? Right. So when it was when, trips, right, is yes, yep. we pulled the string. So we got back to our three, four. Okay, here was the beauty of this. Four I, zero, four I, or four I shape, four I, right? The mic bossed backers over strong side, B-O-S-S. So we pulled the string strong with the mic, and he was the C-gap player. So he's going to apex three in the, in the tackle in B-C. Four I, B, nose in the A. Will, he got back in the box, okay? You know, earlier, two by two, he was going to be the C-gap player. Dude, so I get it. Now it's three by one, single side. So now he's going to get back zero up just like he would in a, you know, special lock, stump, whatever anybody's favorite three, you know, that same verbiage stuff. Um, and so the wheel zeroed up. And if we were in three, four, the jack would be where? He would be in the C gap, right? He'd be like a, like a hammer, five technique. We might bring it forth or bluff it and drop him out, whatever it was, in three, four. Well, what do we do with the jack? We backed him up, and it looked what? Three high. Nobody changed except for the jack backing up, right? Remember, the ball's on the boundary. That's where I loved it. I love calling because I was always afraid of ball in the middle of the field, three by one, we're playing three high. I didn't like it. Three by one, I was going to play, uh, you know, three, four, two high coverage in the middle of the field, okay? And I know lots of guys – I know lots of guys will leave that will in a 50, will leave the mic in a zero, and use the nickel star guys, the other 50, right, and kind of move the safeties over, okay? And, and Merrick, I'm with it, and we talked about that. We didn't do it because what we wanted to play is we wanted to play special, stomp, lock, whatever the trips, right, where you're, you know, Meg or Mod on one, the star nickel guy, outside backer, and the strong and the mic are playing triangle combo off three and two. The will's your zero, and we're playing combo, whatever. We're playing top half, bottom half with the corner and the jack on one. Okay? So either the corner or the jack was the C-gap player. Again, high school hashes, they're wider, thing of beauty. So we were able to use the trap corner C-gap player or able to spoke it down, right, invert it with the jack. It just looked like three weak because we were playing special, lock, whatever you want to call it, the trips. Okay? Using the corner in the C, the jack high or opposite, and the free safety, the same thing. He stacked the back. Yeah, right. So again, again, there was going to be our 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 let's call it bonus, right? Mike C, four I B, Will A, Nose A, four I B, corner or jack in the C, right? The trips, okay. Yeah. And again, we were stacking the back with the fir- the well, the dime free safety, eight yards. Okay, so depending upon where the cue looked, we were either going to get, again, snake to dig, fox to post to trips, or he's looking to one, hey, now we've getting three guys over there. And you look and you go, man, it looks like three high middle field close. Okay, they're playing whatever trap coverage to the X, the one. I know they're playing, you know, stump, lock, whatever to trips. Where's the free safety going to go? And we were reading eyes and zoning off and playing like middle of the field closed. You know what I mean? Yep. Well, see, so, you got now you took that field side, what you call your nickel, and you made him 
Okay, I'm trying to visualize it because my guy, my outside backer stat guy would be inside to head up to number three. You're taking him, moving him outside of two and playing your read concept with the mic that you bossed over the nickel and your field side, your strong safety. Correct. And yep. we and, we talked about doing what you are doing with the nickel as a 50, right? 50, 70 to the field. The mic was a zero, and the will was a backside 50. Yep. Okay. Well, that was going to make us bring both safeties over, and we have that in our package. Okay. We did not run that. What we wanted, what we wanted was to change up who the C-gap player was in the corner of the free – I'm sorry, corner of Jack. Okay. And be able to cut, rat, whatever word you want to use, the free safety from the middle of the field close position. Yep. What else did it do? It didn't change our mic and will alignment because we were playing so much stump lock special um, that year. Yep. And I'm so, gonna... so that's that's why we why we did it. Uh, is there on yeah. the backside? Is there one thing that you like on that X receiver? I know you've done some stuff about different ways to defend that, but base wise, right now it looks like you're either some sort of two trap or you're more of an invert on that backside for that guy. And and that's that's what we did in the game. I mean, we had some cute stuff that looked good on the board where like we would bring the corner and we'd drop the jack and the free safety would be over the top. You know, that was our innovative stuff, right? Yep. I got really nervous on Friday night trying to call it and I never did, you know. Um, it looks cool in practice and then you know, your palms get sweaty on Friday going, I don't really think about this. And so um, our main two coach, and I'll be on our, I say our only two, our only two was we were going to trap it or, or play invert with it. Yeah. You know? And and I like trap out of it because um, uh, especially with the back away, okay, when it's like quads, right? Three by one plus when the backs to the trips, because you don't target that corner in the run game, you know, so yep. the tackle's going, um, coach. Who 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 do I zone here? Like I know I got the four eye. Who do who do you want me to go all the way up to the ten yard safety? You know. And so then all of a sudden, here comes the corner. It's not crash blitz, but we were teaching it like blitz. If the back got you know backs away, we're getting zone mesh to us, right? You didn't mesh to me, show up. Yes, and again, and we told him like, look, it becomes crash. Just know I'm not calling it. Yep. Okay. Yep. If, and here's what else. I loved it away from the back because it, it gave us true two on one because the back was not a threat week, right? It wasn't three by one minus, three by one week. It was three by one plus, right? Yep. And so the corner was saying, listen, I got two things to think about. One, balls in the belly, I'm triggering. I'm the crash player. If the ball, if he's away, I know that I'm not getting, you know, a swing, flare, whatever it is, some kind of flat curl concept because the back's away. So that meant, that meant that we were going to play trap, but we were going to take one all the way. Got it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? If it was if it was drop back passes, gotta remember we worked we worked air raid and, and scale and seven on seven more that week, those two weeks than I probably ever had in my life. Right. Yeah. And so, um, so yes, we taught him how to do that, and I like trap, especially when the back was away. And I told the kids, hey, if the back's minus, meaning the you know to the to the X, 99 times out of 100, we were going to invert it. Gotcha. You know, and remember, remember, we were going to invert it to where the jack 
stays in a three four, right? That's right. Yep. And remember, where it's a free safety, he's stacking the back. Plus, you've got the zero will. Yep. So and I like that. I, I like Josh Runda. Um, he he he'll do that. He'll take that overhang and move him outside, and it keeps that box. You will you still do that same thing on the ball stuff versus the three the four strong, where it's trip strong or plus or minus. You'll still do that same thing to it. Where you yeah. where you outside? Okay, got gotcha. you. Yes, yes, and and you know the the, the I say the weakness is if it does flare right, it's for push. The mic's got to take it right, and I get it. it. I get it. Sometimes you're like, "Ooh, buddy, I don't know that I like the mic on the back." I get it. I get it. And that's what. And and your argument, and I'm with you, is have your star nickel guy, and bring your safeties over. Right. But well, now your nickel star outside backer guy is on the back if he shoots strong. So it's four plus, right? I'm in. The argument I wanted to make was I want to play it top down not down to top. Yeah. That's why we bossed it and pulled the string with the yep. nickel outside of two, the mic inside of three, and the wheel zero, and the rat player, the whole player being the free safety. And if you got run weak right there out of four strong, then you're getting a trap corner probably because it backs away. You're getting a down block on the four eye, so you ain't got to worry about that. Your wheel linebacker spills one of them. Your trap is forcing it or boxing it, and your free safety should be your alley. Correct, because, again, the mic becomes your cue player. Yeah, right? he's outside. Yep. He's the static player. Because remember, it's four strong. It's three by one plus. I know I'm getting back, back flow away from me, right? I may get same side. I may get one, two, same side, power, same side, dark, et cetera, right? But I'm thinking, hey, backs to me. I'm getting run away, run away, run away. So that means I'm going to be the hang and the static or the freeze player. Okay, so if I did get it, weak side run or weak side power or whatever it was, okay, again, here comes the corner because the back's away and the wheel's going to spill it. There's my two. There you go. And then you're at your free runner. Any concern right there with that, who your nickel is personnel-wise, just running with that two vert? Yeah, so, you know, I'm not going to beat my head against the wall. Um, in a perfect world, I want a three-three-five personnel and the nickel star be, well, guess what? Like, we don't call him Sam. Yeah. Everybody says Sam, Mike, Will, Jack. Well, Sam to me is three, four. Yeah. Right? We call him nickel or star because I want him to be our nickel star guy. Think yeah. about how much, you know, where's the ball in high school football play? 75%, 80% of the time is played on the hash. That's right. Okay. So I want one of the best dudes I have to play nickel star outside back room with it. Okay. Yeah. So you asked about playing, running, playing two vertical. And so, for me, personnel-wise, that's the very first position I think about in building this whole defense. Okay. Who's that guy? Seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade, don't whatever. And, and sometimes, hey, I'll tell young kids, ninth grade, he thinks he's a lockdown corner. He thinks he's a safety, right? And it's hard to have that conversation. And you don't – to me, you don't call him a backer. We call him nickel. We call him star. Hey, man, this is your future. You know, you got to hug up that, love up that young 14-year-old kid who he thinks he's a lockdown corner. Oh, and it hurts. It hurts sometimes. But you look around and you go, this is where your future is. You're going to get bigger, faster, stronger, blah, and all those blah, 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 off-season workouts. And you kind of love him up and, it, you know, kind of soaks it in. And, and he's like, yeah, okay. And you teach him. You tell him why you, you're playing this technique. You know, I can tell you all night, hey, you got that guy. Or I can tell you, you're going to blitz, you're going to drop, you're going to bluff, you're going to carry two vertical, okay? 
You're going to play combination. I'm going to teach you all these things. And then he's like, oh, so I could be multiple. I could be versatile. Bingo. Exactly. Right. So um, now if I, now I'm also not going to be my headings walk for, if our best personnel is three, four, we'll be three, four and we'll do something. I say different, something within the playbook. Right. Right. Yeah. But playing, playing nickel star three, three, five personnel that helps you play all the stuff to three by one to the field. Right. So last thing, and, and then I'm going to let you go. Um, I found this when I was reading up on you, coach. And again, you, you can be as a uh, general and generic as you want to right here, but I did find it interesting. One of the articles I read was talking about your, your back blitz concept and it changing, changing nest on formation. Um, and, and I felt that was very interesting, and I was like, well, I need to at least ask him about it and see what he can – well, at least uh, maybe give me a couple of hints. Sure. So, BTB and BTF, okay? Um, you know, every, I say everybody, depending on where you are what you see, you know, everybody loves RPO, right? Okay, or, or the, the modern-day double option, right? Um, and people – I say modern-day double option because it's it's – you know, some people I get it. Some people they they run the mesh and then they pull the quarterback, right? Like he could be a runner and then they throw the ball. I get there's triple. I get it. There's three elements to it. A lot of time, what do you see on Saturday? It's read, 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 throw it. Well, yeah. the quarterback's not a, not an option, so I just yeah, I call it double option, right? So, in 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 saying that, we had to come up with ways to combat it. Right. And one of those was BTB, blitz the back. And what that told us was if I called back blitz, BTB, we were going to blitz the back. Okay. So we were going to blitz whatever it was for that week, week one, week two, week three. And I told our kids on Monday morning, BTB is this, whether it be four man or five man, four man rush or five man pressure. Okay. And we were going to blitz on the running back side. Okay. Uh, to why? Because we were going to eliminate the back and two, cover up the RPO that void somehow, either with the down safety playing four and three deep or cut the mic out. Because again, we were playing tight front. He didn't have a gap. Okay. So that was one way we combated. That was, and it's easy, guys. We call BTB back blitz. And I tell our kids, now it changes. It can change week to week to week. Don't get me wrong. But it gave our kids the answer of, hey, the back's here. I know I'm going. Yeah. You had to figure out one who's going or what the stunt blitz is, two, and who are we going to cover him up with? And that will change whether we're playing four hundred three deep cover three or whether we're going to stay too high and again play the play tight front and push the mic out, right? The back to the field, bring the nickel, the mic's cut and pushing the two. Okay. And so it sped up the process with the quarterback, right? He better get it out or he's going to get smoked. And then it changed up, okay. Earlier they went from top down cover three to now it's just push out the mic and I've got a pro I've 16 year old kids got a process that right and the other one the other one's BTF okay blitz and formation this guys this is nothing new it's football's begged borrowed and stolen right and you try to put your own flavor and spin on it and BTF was opposite okay and what that meant was we were going to blitz if it was two by two now we're going to blitz into the back okay because we were going to count the three so it's two by two. What's three? The back is three. So now that meant opposite. We ran back blitz, back blitz, back blitz. Then we kind of change up the next series and next half or whatever. And now it's BTF. 
Now we're going to blitz into, okay, into number three, whether that be trips or in this case, two by two, the backs offset. Why? Why do you love it? One, you're able to blitz into the mesh, right? Blitz into the flow of the back, okay? Two, if you want to slant, stun it, whatever it is, you can do that, you know, because you're going to get the forward to play a five technique and be the hang quarterback player, right? Or do it like we do as a base, play four eyes as, as uh, well, the B gap. Again, bring the outside backer away from the back, okay? Because, again, he's three, okay? And now the mic is your what? Your hang quarterback player. And you're able to play true bracket, true whatever quarters you want to with the nickel because he's not like a hang, shuffle, shuffle, wait till you go type of deal, okay? And then you say, well, Coach, what about trips? Again, count to three. The back's irrelevant now because why? We got trips. So now BTF, blitz the formation, meant we were going to blitz away from trips, okay? Again, why? Because you're going to get overload weak, on the guard tackle side, right? Yeah. And you're able to do, you know, all the things. So like what we would do, one of our favorites was crash, was Cobra, Chop, whatever blitz you want to call it, when it was BTF. I called BTF. Well, Monday morning I said, guys, listen, if I call BTF, blitz formation, count to three. Okay, got it, coach. Then what's what's the call? It's crash this week, corner blitz. So we brought all three down linemen. The jack was, was you know, tooth or tail, right? So the tackle was at me and we come under. The corner was off the edge. There's my five-man pro, my five-man blitz. Why is it great? So I'm blitzing into the back, dropping and hot in the free safety, and playing what? True four over three with the corner nickel strong, stump, right, lock, special. And the mic. The mic was true four because he didn't have a gap. Who's got – and you're like, well, coach, how does he not have a gap? Because, again, we brought the jack in the corner. The will – has the front door or the backside, depending on how you look at it, B-gap. So we were able to push out that, that, that mic way on top of three. So you got – I mean, essentially, you, when you start breaking it down, it's – you got your kids are understanding. You call BTB, they know, hey, it doesn't matter. This is the blitz we were running to the back. If we call BTF, this was the blitz we were running away from trips or away from the back. And, and that's still, and, that, and that's what you, you have to tell your kids about, right? If it's two by two, you, who's three? The back, right? So again, not trying to sound like a broken record, but you got to make sure when you're BTF that you're counting to three. Even though it's two by two, the back could be what? Three. And it's even great then because let's say it's that two by two, the back's three. It, it, BTF is great because you're blitzing again into the flow of the run game, right? Yep. See what I'm saying? Yep. I like it. Well, and now yep. those patterns and those kind of things change weekly based on what you guys had game plan that you needed to stop either away from the back or to the back. Sure. And and we've done it where one week of, you know, BTB was four man and BTF was five man. Okay. Right? Yeah. And we've done opposite. And we, you know, we've run, we've run name your favorite NCAA creeper, whatever pressure we've done it all. You know, I mean, um, but BTB and BTF is so easy because I'm not locked into a call, right? Yeah. It, it's, it's okay. I call BTF. I'm really, really thinking, Hey, I'm about to get some type of three by here, right? Whether it be three by one or two by two in the back, like love BTF. Cause again, you're going to blitz the back or 
blitz away from the back, right? Or you're going to blitz away from trips, and I'm going to get overload on the guard tackle side. Yeah. Okay. And so we run interior blitz. We run NCAA edge. We run four man, you know, crash. We run four man with the free safety. We, I mean, we've brought pretty much everybody except the field corner. Yeah. Now I know people do that, but you know, we, we brought the field safety before <laughs> and doing this. And so yeah. um, having that in your arsenal is you tell the kids on Monday morning, all right, listen, here's BTB. Here's BTF. And when you start getting really smart kids and you've been in the program and they understand the playbook, you can change it at halftime and say, okay, now guys, listen to me. BTB is now this. We're going to go from four-man to five-man. BTF, we're going to go five-man to four-man. Gotcha, yeah. coach. Boom, done. Here we go. Which that's a very interesting way to look at things because, I, you know, I talk to people and, and just listening and, and trying to study as I go. And you hear people say that they're going to blitz formations – but that means like, hey, that could be two a back or two a sniffer or two a tight end or whatever with the same blitz. Yours is more, you know, this is the blitz that we're going to run to a back. This is the one if we're going to run away from a back or to a trips or away from a trips. And the, the blitz is going to change depending on what the actual formation is. Absolutely. And, 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 you know, we've also had, you know, we've called it wide blitz before to where we blitz the sniffer, right? You know, people who get an 11, right, but they, they're three down, you know, guard tackle tight end, three-man surface. And then the second down, it's the same guy, but now it's Sniffer. That's right, yep. Right. So so we've had that blitz. You know, there was one night – oh, my word. There was one night where it was auto-central because they kept the same personnel in the field and got 14,000 different formations. And you talk about auto because I didn't know what I was going to get because I kept the same dudes on the field. Yep. And so we had BTB that night, BTF, Y-Blitz, um, off that sniffer, you know, that tight end guy. We had what we called open blitz, which is for another conversation. Um, and then those those were our four autos. Now, I still called four-man and five-man boundary field, strong wig, yeah, yeah, But we had four where I was like, okay, I don't know what the formation is going to be, but just in case they get into this, I can feel good about all four of these calls. Right, yep. And, and it was auto. So and, and so it was eight blitzes that we had to work, right? Two for Y, because what if, you know, what if it was like pro twin? Okay, well, we're doing this. Well, what if he's trained? Well, now we're doing this. Yep, yep. Then you had back blitz, which was you had strong in a week, right? Yep. Then you had um, BTF, okay, which was two by two. Okay, there's the back three. Or trips, because now you had to run the blitz and tag and marry the coverage with it. And then you have what we call the open blitz, which is for another – hit me up if you want to talk about what open blitz is. Gotcha. So, um, you know, having though – I'm really big into having autos, having checks to bunches, right, to empties, um, to four-man services. I, I think in tight front, you, you, you have to. I, I think there's some things that um, give tight front problems, give over front problems, give, give – Wing T problems, get flex bone problems. I mean, there are problems that are going to be around offense and defense all over the place, right? But but playing if you're going to play a tight front, you've got to have some autos, some checks, some get out of jail free cards. Is what I what our kids love, and our kids they love it. They love Monday morning when they come in and go, "What is our what's our auto? How do I get to overrule you this week?" Right? Because I'll tell our kids, "Hey, listen, if yeah. I call this, they come out and bunch." 
please overrule me because you know you'll call a blitz or something yep. and you're like i really hope you don't get in bunch this week and so our kids right. love to come in monday morning and go go coach how do we get to overrule you today yeah I'm with so, it's like a it's like a letdown like ah oh, man there, there's nothing for you then you gotta like make one up on the fly on tuesday you know so i'm with you um but yeah, that's that's kind of that's good stuff, coach. That's good stuff. Coach, again, I greatly appreciate you spending some time with us and giving us what you gave. I know you you're a busy dude and uh your time has been muchly uh much appreciated and I promise our guys will love it. So again, thank you a ton. Man, honored. Thank you so much. At Coach Gower, all one word, at Coach Gower on Twitter. Um, guys, I'm a coach kid. Love talking ball. I don't have all the answers. I'm in search for them. Um, would love to collaborate, get back and forth with each other and, uh, you know, learn and see how we can make this this great game even better. So, no Coach, and honored. Thank you so much. Thank you, Coach. Have a good night, man. Same. See you. See you, sir. Thank you again for joining us on the Compete with the Stack podcast. Uh, make sure you go check out our sponsors, Guardian Caps at www.guardiancaps.com, as well as CoachCom at CoachCom.com. Those links will also be in the bio. Please rate us and see you again next time.